0: What's going on, good people? This your boy, Daydrin. This is the Unfiltered Sportsman Podcast, episode 58. Um, this is probably going to be one of the shortest ones, or the longest ones. Who well, definitely won't be the longest one. But definitely be one of the shortest ones this, this day, because I don't have no notes. I don't have no outline. So everything is just going to be straight freestyle. Sometimes that's the best way to operate anyway. A lot to talk about. Um, first things first, Brittany Griner, um, her nine-year i guess to be released was denied by the russia russian uh russian laws or whatever so now the next step is for the united states to or the president to do a prisoner exchange um now i will say this though and this is just my perspective that you know people have done a lot more and got less of time than brittany grinder got um but you know it's in the middle of a war between Russia and Ukraine and they've already claimed martial law already. Um, for me, I don't think it's fair. I think it's wrong to wrongfully detain somebody for something that, you know, but at the same time, I believe that make trying to make her an example as well. So, I mean, my, my heart and prayers go out to her. I pray that she's being treated right. I mean, yes, what she did was wrong. You know, we're not going to overlook that what she did was wrong. However, if the NBA did better with um, promoting the WNBA, she wouldn't have to go play in Russia. You know, you know most WNBA players have to go play overseas because they pay more money. You know, there's a certain lifestyle that they see the men living, why the women can't have that too. And I'm for all I'm all for women empowerment. So I mean, if they're, they're playing the same sport, but because I guess because it doesn't bring out enough fans or enough promotions well I don't know, but I don't know I may I think the closest team to to where I live is, is the Dallas Wings I may go to a Dallas Wings game um, this upcoming year just to you know go to say I was at a WNBA game um you know they, they need our support just like we we go to the to the NBA why we can't go to WNBA games anyway, moving on. Next topic. So this came out today that, um, Tom Brady and Giselle have finalized their divorce after 13 years of marriage. Um, I don't know. So I'll be the first to say, I don't believe in divorce. I know it happens a lot at an alarming rate. Um, but it's when, when I hear the word divorce, uh, the first thing that pops in my head, did y'all really do all the child needed to do to make the to make the, the marriage work? Now, if a woman or a man is getting beat or there's infidelity, I understand you leaving. I'm not talking about that. But if y'all been together, I mean, I understand decisions are made. But just like people who have money get divorced, people who really don't have money get divorced as well. Um, I know that they were in definitely a financial stability where money, money wasn't the issue. So what is the real issue? I I mean, if it's because he wanted to play football, um, we're all passionate about something. So whatever it is that you're passionate about, I say, go for it. Um, I'm not saying it should end in divorce, but we can't, try to figure out what happened as to why they got a divorce. That's between them two. We can't give speculations on what we think happened uh, because we're on the outside looking in. I mean, he chose football. I know there are plenty of men who choose sports or choose something else over their family, but it's to help make a living. Now, again, Tom Brady has been in the league 20, 20, plus years. So, Money is not the issue. I mean, he just like been around the guys. So I don't, I don't fault him. I don't fault her. Um, and Tom Brady is going to be secure probably for the next, probably till he's 80. Cause with, um, I believe either CBS or Fox has, has, has a contract waiting on him 10 years, $375 million. He ain't hurting for money. Um, only like I said, maybe Maybe they made, uh, I don't know. Maybe she may get them for alimony. Who knows? But I mean, Giselle not hurting for money either. So I guess we just wait and see like, like the, um, TV show says as the world turns, we'll see what happens with that. Next topic. Um, so a guy I used to go to church with, um, young guy, I still talk to him every now and then. And he made a comment about, um, I guess a group he used to be in, I don't know if it was a praise dance group or a singing group, but someone who who was not a millennial said to him that that's not what Christians do or that's not what church folk do, or something of that nature. And, you know, he or she told him he he need to, you know, return back to God. Here is my take on this. A lot of people who are not millennials, who are older, the baby boomers and stuff like that, I'm going to be the first to say, y'all live y'all lives based on tradition. Because your mother did it or your daddy did it, that means everyone else has to do it too. No, that is not how we live our lives. And if y'all hear any noise in the background, we have a new dog here. Her name is Muffin, and, they're in, and she's in the crate with the, our other dog we have named Teddy. So if you hear anything in the background, that's what you're listening to um but yeah so these baby boomers and people are older who've been in the church 50 years 50 plus years or whatever and thinking that it's the church is supposed to be a certain way or a person's supposed to live that life according to what you think there are let me be the first to say this also Jesus is the standard not not a person my my life is not the standard that everybody should live their life to because everybody's going to do things differently. So for this person, probably not going to listen to it. Um, who's trying to say how somebody should live their life. You should get out of, you should get out of your traditional beliefs and start, you know, doing, stop doing things based out of, out of religion and do it based off a of lifestyle. Cause religion causes divisions. Because the Bible even says, let there be no divisions among you. So if you're a person who is in the church or claiming to be of the church, you can't you can't use that and well, you you can't say you can't say what you said and then and then claim you're not part of a religion. Because when when Jesus was, you know, going out and about and he was talking to the Pharisees and the religious leaders in the church, they was trying to check him. But it was like the, the law of Moses told y'all one thing, but I came to fulfill the law, not to, to, you know, make it about, you know, religion or tradition because, you know, all churches have cliques, right? I I haven't been to not one church where there's not a clique in a church, but we're not perfect people, right? So because we're not perfect people, there's no perfect churches. So that's just how it operates. But you know, millennials leaving the church because everybody got something to say, but no one's living it. Like, don't, don't, don't tell a millennial not to fornicate or commit adultery, and you watching it happen before your eyes, but you turn the other cheek. Just my thoughts. Moving on, let's see what else. Oh, voting has started. Please go get out and vote. For me, i I've, I've said it time and time again. I don't care who you vote for; it is your civic duty. And if you're going to vote, you can't, or let me let me rephrase it. If you're not going to vote, don't complain about who's in office. Period. Um, I watched um, straight from the candidates um, yesterday just to hear some of their thoughts, and I'll be the first to I'll be the first to say Wesley Hunt. He he looked like he's up to no good, just the way he talked and the way he spoke about you know. His his opponent, um, for for this district or whatever, and I'm like, I can't trust him. Like Wesley Hunt looks like you can't trust him, and I know the saying us as Black people we got to stick together. I'm not sticking with somebody I can't trust. That's why I don't have very many friends, either have associates or I have family, and family is not always blood. But Wesley Hunt, he I he I can't trust him. And it and it, and for me it don't matter what side are you on, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, Liberal, or whatever, um, whatever whichever side you decide to associate yourself with, I don't care. Like, just go vote. Specific duty. Go vote, make a difference. And if you if you're out there saying that, oh my vote don't matter, go go ask to seven million people. I mean, go look back at the 2016 election when there were 7 million less people that voted in, um, than, than what it was in 2012. 7 million people. That's a, that's a huge difference. So, tell me I'm wrong. Anyway, so go vote. Let's see. What else? What else? Um, it's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You know? Um, so if you're wearing pink, you know, represent, you know, um, there are a lot of women who go through it. Some of them don't even know that they have it. And I know for my wife's family, they um, it, it's hit them. It's it, It's hit the women in their family. So if you're a survivor, I applaud you. And you know, even if you died on this side, but you but you know you're going on to be be with God. You, hey, you still a survivor too, because you know we we don't know what that that person has gone through in order to survive the chemo, the you know not feeling your best. We don't know. So it's just one of those things we have to move forward on. Um, Kanye West as he's known as Ye, um, lost all of his endorsements. And I've heard people's comments about it. I've heard people's take on it. My perspective is, for me, I think he just wants to remain relevant. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I believe he just wants to remain relevant. Now, I've heard people say that he wanted to get out of those endorsement deals that's why he said what he said or whatever, and I'm like, people say stuff all the time, like, he, like when he said slavery was a choice, his endorsement deals didn't go away, but people was in a whole uproar. For me, probably for a brief second, I was upset, right, with what he said, like slavery was a choice, but I'm just like, is he really doing it for clout, or like, is it, or is he, I mean, like, is he trying to remain relevant because? Outside of his gospel album that he dropped, which was was okay, I didn't think it was a bad one, um, but like if you're just doing stuff just to remain relevant, shame on you. I mean, he went from having his network being two point billion to four hundred million, which four hundred million still ain't bad. Is is he got more than what most people have? And what and why we as the people who don't have it are talking about it? You know, it's like we, we giving him power and we shouldn't. So, um, give y'all a little motivation. So I was listening to Eric Thomas. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He's a motivational speaker, a coach or whatever you want to call him. Um, but he's pretty phenomenal. And one of the things that stuck out to me was he said, get you a routine. Get you a routine, meaning a routine, a schedule, something that you stick to and you do it every day. And trust me, it, it may be in seed form now, but two or three years from now, the routine that you started, let's say you started today, a flourish two or three years from now, or four years from now. Because, excuse me, because anytime a seed is planted, the, the tree is, doesn't pop out right away. It takes time but that seed has to die in order for it to grow. That makes sense. You you have to read your Bibles. It's in, it's in the gospels. Um, but the seed has to die in order for what's inside of that seed to grow. So we, as people have to die to our old selves, our old thinking, our old mindsets, our old emotions in order for us to allow what's inside of us to grow. So I won't give an example, but you know, whatever it is that you say you want to do, do it. Don't let nobody stop you. Don't let nobody tell you different because what they're saying is because they can't do it. You can't do it. That's just really how it boils down to. Um, Also this, I want to touch on it and I'm probably going to offend a lot of people, especially the baby boomers. So this past Saturday um, after uh, my youngest daughter's birthday party, um, my mother-in-law had a um, conversation with my wife about something that she said in her video about about my wife telling her story, that she threw um, one of her uncles under the bus. But he heard it from, from someone else. Um, and for me, I was just like, like, un- unless they've watched it or heard it, they would understand. Now, you know, me being the husband that I am, I had my wife's back 110%. Let me just make sure everyone understands that. And so, my wife replayed it, and in nowhere did she say anything about, as as it made her uncle look bad. And so, you know, I had to reassure my wife that, look, don't apologize for for being, you know, don't, don't apologize for telling your truth, telling your story. I, I've encouraged her to tell her story, but you know, people are always going to be like, don't, don't say this about this person. But I'm like, if this person was a bad person, you know, regardless of what everyone else sees, they don't live in that same house. Like for me, I tell you, I'm not the perfect husband. I just want to be a great husband. I'm not the perfect father. I just want to be a great father. And my teenage daughter is definitely teaching me how to be a great father because we clash all the time. All the time. And in a sense, it's like, I have to hear what she's saying. Not only just hear what she's saying, but have to understand what she's saying and vice versa. But I'm going to win out anyway because I'm the head of the household you know not saying that what she's saying is wrong but you know we have always assured her that hey when you have your own house and able to pay your own bills you can run your house how you want it but until then and I've assured her as well that you can live with us as long as you need to but as soon as you try to be the woman of the house you gotta go cause there's only one woman in this house and it ain't her it's my wife Praise the Lamb of God. Um, But yeah, so I encourage my wife to, you know, tell her truth. Like, don't let anybody tell you that you, you have to apologize. Apologize for what? Something traumatic happened to you. And now someone doesn't want to be in a bad light or someone doesn't want to be put in a negative light. But if it happened, it happened. Regardless of what happened, you know, what it is today. But what happened back then happened. And that's the reason why. And I, and I even told my wife, I said, this is the reason why people commit suicide. Because they're trying to tell their story. Or trying to get something out and they can't get it out because someone's telling them that they shouldn't. But then when they commit suicide, it's like, oh, you could have came and talked to me. But no, when I was alive, you you didn't hear me. You didn't understand me where I was coming from. So it sounds like the only way to, for me to get your attention is for me to kill myself. Now granted, I'm not saying commit suicide. Because that's the one sin you can't get back. That's one. The other one is, you know, blaspheme the Holy Spirit. But committing suicide, you you can't ask for forgiveness before you die. Before you kill yourself. That's not how that works. Because God is not going to give you permission to kill yourself. Because God is going to say, there's still a purpose in your life. There's more that you can do in your life. Um... Let's see. So I'm and so even so much so that about my wife telling her truth, telling her story, I've even muscled up the courage to start my own book too. Now, definitely gonna offend my family. Definitely gonna offend my family. I'll be the first to say, and I, I don't know if I said this before, might have to go back and listen to one of the old episodes, but I'm probably to say I believe my grandmother went to hell. Now, I know that's a harsh thing to say. But it's the truth because you taught your grandchildren to go to church. And, but in your teaching of going to church, you're not living it. And so my grandfather, coolest man on this side of heaven. um, He used to say, how is it that you go to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, open up your Bible, but don't bring none of it home. Now, this is her husband of 69 years. I'm just throwing it out there. And I was like, man, that's that's deep because we as people, I'll say we as church folk, although I don't consider myself church folk, consider myself a Christian, um, but church folk, um, they only want to show you the living room. But you don't want to see what's what, what's what's really going on deep inside. Like you don't want to see that nasty closet. And so you try to hide it. And that's what we do with Jesus sometimes, although Jesus and God already know what's in your it what's in your closet. But you only want to present him the living room. Because that's what everybody can see. Even when we go to church, when we go to the grocery store when we go to sporting events or wherever, wherever wherever we decide to go, we only show them the living room side of us. And it's crazy. Um, but you know, that's church folk for you. Or as I say, the Pharisees as fair as they see. Um, so the, the book I'm writing is about my life. And again, it's going to offend a lot of people. Do I care? no, because if you if you're offended by what you did to me, shame on you for not correcting it. And I'm not looking for apologies or anything like that. I'm I'm in I'm in a healing process of like it happened, I can't change it, so move forward. But to be able to talk about it and to just tell the story is, you know, is enough courage in itself. Um, so let's see what else. Oh, um, give some relationship advice. This is what I like doing before I talk about sports. So relationship advice, what I got, what I got, um, listen to a sermon from a couple of weeks ago about that's not what wives do. It's, um, by a guy named Isaac Curry, my brother from another mother. He came from Memphis to, uh, preach for my boy, for my other brother, Jerry. And, um, when, when, when he gave the title, that's not what wives do. You know, he needed some help from the men. Obviously I couldn't be there because my wife wasn't, you know, her feet were hurting and she was, she wasn't even able to walk. So I had to be a husband and father all, all day that Sunday, but it was a phenomenal sermon. And it, it made me crack up a little bit because he was like, you know, like fellas, I'm gonna I'm gonna need y'all help, you know. You know, any, any other time, you know what my fellas at, you know, roo, roo, roo. you know it's a, you know, we in the room, and then all of a sudden he dropped this topic and you can hear a pin drop. <laughs> That's insane. So you know, and this is not a pick on on wives. This is not a pick on husbands, but. When Once we get to a place of listening to understand instead of responding, the relationship relationship will will flourish. The marriage will flourish. Now, this is also not a um, I'm bashing single people or anything like that or saying anything about them or not saying anything about them, I should say. But if you don't want to be in a relationship with somebody um, or you don't want to get or you don't want to have conversations, tough conversations, don't get married. Because when you get married, you got to die every day. Die to yourself, die to your pride, die to your ego, all of the above. You got to die to that because if you say you love this person, you're willing to make the sacrifice for this person. You got to let go of some stuff. And you got to let go of who you used to be and what you used to do. That's a hard part. I remember in my first couple of years of marriage, I was still walking around like I was single. Not that I was doing anything wrong and I've said this before. But I was, you know, still playing basketball at the hours I was playing, four and five hours. I had to cut it short, because I got wife and children at home. So that's that. You gotta be able to communicate. I know I need to do a, a, a whole lot better job at it. So I'm I'm not one of the people to be like to tell you something I'm not doing it. All right, let's get into some sports. Let's start with the World Series. The Astros and the Phillies are playing in the World Series. The first game is today. My dog just came up short again. Um, But the good thing is, is that Aaron Judge and Juan Soto are free agents. Let's pay them. Pay who we need to pay. We can be the West Coast Yankees. I mean, they came from Brooklyn anyway. But, you know, let's, you know, let's. Let's let's get one of them. Probably can't get both of them. We can definitely get one of them. Let's see shortstops. Oh, hopefully we sign Trey Turner too. Keep him at the top of the lineup. But yeah, that'd be nice. Like think about it: Mookie Betts batting first, Trey Turner batting second, Freddie Freeman batting third, Aaron Judge in the fourth in the fourth spot. Whoo! Yeah, that's crazy to even think about. I forgot who else is available. Carlos Correa, no one cares. He probably is going to go sign with the Yankees. Um, but, yeah, the Astros and the Phillies. And shout-out to Jeremy Payne. He's not going to win rookie of the year. But, man, that boy has been playing good in these playoffs. Um, who am I picking? Uh, just for the sake of conversation, I'm going to pick the Astros. I mean, I don't hate the Astros. It's just if they're playing the Dodgers, I'm gonna root for the Dodgers. That's my take on that. Um, um, I hope it's a good series. I hope it's not like it was when um the Astros played the Nationals where every where the road team won every game. Like I hope that doesn't happen. But the way the Astros have been pitching and timely hitting, um, it's it's gonna make for a good series. And Bryce Harper's in the in the World Series for the first time. Now, here's something interesting. I don't know if anyone's paid attention to it, but each time that the Astros have lost in the World Series, this has been to a team in the NL East. They lost to the Nationals. They lost to the Braves last year. And they're up against the Phillies, who are also in the NL East. Sound, sounds ironic. I, or, yes, sounds ironic, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So I believe that I said the series will go six games just for the sake of conversation and go from there. The NBA season has started and my Lakers are not looking good. They are 0 for 4. Haven't won a game all season. Um, and it's solely because they can't make threes, but they don't have any shooters. And Anthony Davis is not getting to the free throw line. But every time you look up, he's hurt. I'm just happy he hasn't had on street clothes the first four games of the season. Also, um, Portland looks good. I think they just lost the other night. Well, they're going to be losing a few more games because Damian Lillard just got hurt. Um, Let's see. The Warriors, um, I believe they may repeat. Brooklyn is not looking too good either. Ben Simmons is still being Ben Simmons. He can't shoot. He can't even shoot in the ocean. Um. Let's see. What a um. Trying to think of some other stories to talk about in the NBA. Miami is looking good. I wouldn't mind seeing the Miami Golden State in the finals. That would be some interesting to watch. Luka, being Luca. I don't. I don't know about Denver. As far as I'm just naming teams in the West, the Clippers. Um. Kawhi Linda already taken taking doing um what is it called um can't even think of the the phrase it's called but he's already taking time off I'm like the, the season just started and you already need need a game off already I don't get load management that's what it is like I don't get it you guys get paid millions of dollars and you and you get to decide when you want to play basketball or not that's your job which i could decide when I want to work or not but it don't work like that. I don't make millions of dollars. Um, let's see, what else? Utah's looking surprisingly good, even though they don't have Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, which I thought Minnesota would be a lot better because they had a defensive anchor. But as we see, Minnesota's going to win some games, but then they're not going to make any noise. The team to watch out for is Memphis. John Morant is just as good as advertised. I went and watched him in person. Me and my brother-in-law went and watched him in person, and that boy put on the show. He dropped 49 and had eight assists and a a nice little old block against um, Jalen Green. Um, I believe the Rockets will probably end up getting the number one pick, if not the Lakers. Um, but, well, I think that pick might go to the Wizards. The Lakers get the number one pick and it has to go to to the Wizards. That's going to be insane. That's all I got for that. Football season is well underway. As I've mentioned before, Tom Brady and Gisele getting a divorce. Um, this season has been a little weird, if that makes sense. Philly is leading the NL. Not NL. Is leading the NFC East, and the Giants are five and one. And the Cowboys, are, I'm sorry, the Giants are six and one. The Cowboys are five and five and two. And I believe the Commanders are three and four. That's probably the strongest division out of the league so far. Um, I don't know. Phyllis playing Pittsburgh this week. They just came off a bye, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, can't really say who's going to be rookie of the year, offensive or defensive rookie of the year. But if that was an award for a sophomore player of the year, it will definitely be Michael Parsons. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm just saying it because he's all over the field. Also, hockey season has started. I may watch a little bit of it, but not enough to where I know who's doing what or who's the best team or who's doing good. Um, Let's see. What else? What else? What else? Football, basketball, baseball, oh, um, college football. Clemson um could probably run the table. Um, I believe Michigan, no, I'm sorry, not Michigan, Ohio State can definitely run the table. They can be Michigan. They they got a chance to win a college football playoff. Alabama lost. No surprise there. They should have lost to Texas too. But you know, things happen. Things happen. Um, let's see, what else? College basketball season will be starting, I believe, this week. No, next week. Next week. Duke is ranked number seven. Not 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 upset about it. It's not It's not where you start, it's where you finish. And if we can end with a national championship, I'll be happy with that. Um Oscar Sheewe and Drew Timmy are the AP. All-Americans preseason All-Americans for the men and for the women, Aliyah Boston and Caitlin Clark are the um preseason favorites to win All-American. So, this college basketball season is going to be crazy. I can't wait. So excited. Um I don't have anything else. This is what happens when you don't have a script to follow, but it works out for the better because I have a lot to say, but I didn't know how to phrase it, but I'll be ready next week or whenever the next time I come back on. So final thoughts and I'm going to get out of here. Final thought. Um, I seen on the polls or on um, some of the States through the news notifications that I get that there are about five or six States who are going to implement slavery as a bill be careful what you're listening to what you're reading um and i believe one of the states is louisiana probably mississippi Mississippi is always the last last state to do things anyway um but pay attention to what's going on um the next couple of weeks with we'll vote and please get out and vote like don't don't make it a habit of not voting and then get mad when something happens or you don't agree with it i said well if you would have voted Maybe your voice would have meant something. But since you didn't, I don't feel bad for you. Like I honestly do not feel bad for anybody who do not vote. Period. Period. If you don't like it, oh, well take it up with somebody who cares. Also, the name of my book is overcoming adversity. Looking at the man or a woman in the mirror. If I can overcome it, so can you. That's all I got. Um, this is unfiltered sportsman podcast. Love God, love people. And if you love people, if you love God like you say you do, you should love his people too. Till next time. Peace.